Welcome to Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast that we try and watch the entire Precure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chifo. And I'm Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy. And today we have a wee, wee turning, I almost said be a current, I guess both of those are true statements. <laughs> Yumi's back. back. Hello. I feel like recurring would mean that I would have to be on for more episodes than just two, but I am happy to be back. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's probably going to happen regardless. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Yes. You also are uh, first guest for MaxArt. Oh, great. Yay. <laughs> uh, now, we know your familiarity with MaxArt, but why don't you tell... A listener is... Oh, sure. So, um, as I've mentioned on the last episode that I was on, when we were still watching the original series, I have watched all of Tariba Precure, and I was in the middle of a rewatch for... Mac- no, well, not a rewatch. No, it's my first time. Uh, I was in the middle of watching Max Hart because I'm, I was kind of trying to watch every season of Precure in order, or that was my initial goal. But then when I started to make Sparkle Side Chats, I realized I had to watch all these things out of order. So that kind of fell through, but that's okay. <laughs> so um, I am also watching Max Heart, but I'm about, I think, episode 10 or 11. About, I want to say a month or two ago, um, Amazon Prime Video in Japan, in Japan they released uh, or they made available every season of Precure up to Doki Doki Precure. So I can now watch any of those anytime I want, which is awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so um, so that's pretty cool that I can now watch a lot of Precure. But of course, I'm watching other seasons and stuff for my podcast because I am always talking about Precure and so on. Other magical girls too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's my history with Max Art is I'm just a little bit ahead of y'all. I know, uh, I know like spoilers and stuff, but um, that's because I don't mind learning about those things, and I don't have a podcast where I have to watch every episode, so there's also that. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yes, and today we are specifically watching episode five of Max Heart, A Gallant Appearance. Her name is Shiny Luminous. Also known as A Dazzling Entrance. Her name is Shiny Luminous. Oh, I like that one better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, the the subs that we have have had better translated names basically every time, I feel like. Yes. Mm. I am curious if they... In this episode, we get... if We, we obviously get the appearance of Shiny Luminous for the first time. Who? <laughs> Cassidy! You can't say that anymore! She's here! <laughs> <laughs> we... We find her... Right at the start of the- Finder. We don't- I don't know why it's- Well, right at the start of the episode is actually just the last uh, five seconds of the previous episode. Um, and then the intro starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to go over any names before we start? I don't- Don't oh, have many- yeah. Well, we don't have a lot of new names to talk about right this season. The main one is just Hikari's name. Yes. I guess. Yeah. And um, her counterpart, which has not been named outright by the series yet. So, um, yeah, so her name is Hikari Kujo. So uh, Hikari is, well, um, Hikari is a pretty much always feminine name, but it means light, basically. That's, um, it can mean other things, right? Depends on the person, but it's generally expected that that name would mean light. Um, Yeah. And uh, her her last name, actually, I'm not sure why they chose it exactly, because it, uh, Kujo is like ninth section. Um, so it's it's used like it's a place name. Right. So a lot of uh, a lot of last names in Japanese are also place names because 
that's how pe- most people got their surnames is, oh, you live here, this is your name now. Which, you know, also happens a little bit in English, but not so much. And uh, yeah, so I mean, there are real places also named Kujo or Kujo, depending on the location. Um, the name has different readings, but yeah, it just is like the ninth section or ninth district or whatever. So I'm not sure why they went with that exactly. I've been trying to figure it out. I'm also curious how she picked the name in canon, like in the narrative, because I imagine she didn't already have a last name. It's hard to know. <laughs> so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's like, where 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 did she get the last name from? <laughs> yeah, so... In a, I mean, this isn't just in, like, Precure exactly, but in a lot of uh, Japanese fiction, when you have a non-world character, like someone from, you know, a different area, like she's she's not from Earth, so when she comes to Earth, then she needs to get a name, and um, sometimes they actually go through ex- explaining the name that they chose for a character, but sometimes they don't, and it's really not clear sometimes like i'm trying to remember yeah. i think i know in mahotsukai they did that with Riko where they explain why she got the last name that she did and they usually make sense for the character even if you don't explain what it means there's probably some sort of deeper historical meaning behind hikari's name that i'm not following um, i would have to do more research but her counterpart that we kind of know but don't know by name also has uh, almost the same name because uh, that character's name is Hikaru Kujo, and Hikaru also means light. In fact, they're often written exactly the same way. Um, Hikaru is like more gender neutral, leaning towards masculine, but um, it's the same. I mean, I have a cousin named Hikaru, so <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's that's it for that. Uh, I think. The well, we don't know any villain names yet, so I'm not going to talk about those. Uh, we do know uh, Sikun, right? The that's yes. the first Hartiel. That mm-hmm. name is also, I think, pretty clear. <laughs> that uh, you know, she's like a curious. I guess it's just you know, Seek isn't her name, so it's the same thing. And a lot of other character names are like that. Um, but yeah, we don't, we haven't met any of the other Hartiels yet, so I can't talk about those. And we don't know any of the character names yet uh, the villain names so can't talk about those either but yeah I can send you guys stuff after you know for you to have as a reference yeah thank you I know this came up a little bit ago but I do want to just throw out my idea for why Hikari's name is that uh, mm-hmm. it's because the queen's pretty cure OC was named Hikari Kujo Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> It could be, it could be. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of any other reasoning behind it. Like, hmm, I, I'm like trying to look up I'm like on the Wikipedia page for Kujo, and there are so many different articles it's pointing to, but uh, I don't know if there's anything more specific. Because it's a common location name, like a like a name of a an area in a lot of Kansai. So there's one in Osaka, there's one in... Kyoto, there's one in um, Nara also, which actually actually a little bit more north, but um, yeah, there are a lot of them. <laughs> and also, this is our first, in speaking about names, this is our first time to have a pretty cure whose name is not cure something. I know, from what I remember about other seasons, I know like there's other pretty cures who have like non-cure names. I think all of them are not, like, human. <laughs> like, the one I'm thinking about, like, is yeah. Milky Woes, and Milky Woes isn't human. Yes. They're, those two are actually really the only, uh, they're the only ones. No, I thought right? there was uh, another one that's, like, I'm thinking, what is the, what is this pretty, this cure's name? It's, like, why am I thinking, like, Peppermint is in my brain, but I don't think that's exactly <laughs> No. <laughs> That would be cute, though. No, yeah. Um, I thought there was another one. The only other cure I can think of right now is Cure Flamingo, which is not what you're thinking of. I uh, no, no. We haven't met Cure Flamingo yet, actually. In uh, even in civilian form in Tropical Rouge Precure, because mm, as of this recording, we've only seen one episode out. But it looks very good so far. 
I'm very excited for Tropical Roos Precure. I am excited when I am allowed to watch it in, <laughs> I don't know, Ten two, years. three years. I was <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. far. Well, I mean, I don't know what we're going to skip to. I know we said there was going to be one that we did after this. I don't remember what the one after that, though, was going to be. Hmm. Well, so I was actually reading, um, kind of similar to this topic, I was reading, an, I guess, a fan article that is actually from a few years ago, but was breaking down all of the characters that are not officially Precure, but are kind of almost Precure, and... um. Most of it is dealing with stuff like when like uh, certain seasons have a uh, historical precure in that particular series. And like it's usually something that uh, someone who has been a precure like many generations ago or something. And then there's also Happiness Charge, which has like a billion other precure in it. Um, but otherwise, yeah, so like Shiny Luminous is kind of a precure, but kind of not. So she's in like or she was in the games, right? So she counts more than other characters, but it's really only her and Milky Rose that have that treatment. Otherwise, yeah. Oh. I found the character I was talking about. Uh, this is a character in Smile Precure, which is uh, uh-huh. candy or royal candy. Ah. Mm, yeah, that is a little different because um, candy. So candy does have an episode where she. Uh, so there's like this the thing it's happened in several seasons where a fairy accidentally switches bodies with the precure oh yes sorry for the spoiler uh, spoiler Charlie, <laughs> where does but... that fit in your um your levels of fairy oh no stuff uh a weird version of two. Oh, 2.5 level 2.5 yeah so okay. so she is uh, she does later achieve a human form, but she's never considered a member of Precure. It's, like, very different. Okay. She doesn't fight with them exactly. She's kind of a separate thing. So I wouldn't say that for her. For me, she's not the same as um, as Shiny Luminous or uh, Milky Rose, who are definitely within the team and are fighting together and so on. I think at that time, it made sense for them to not give them cure names, but... Yeah. You know, we're talking about very early in the, the legacy of Precure. So these days, when a fairy becomes a Precure, she does get a Cure name and everything. So, yeah. And there are quite a few of those now. So that's cool. Okay, I remember seeing the name Royal Candy, and I was like, and I wasn't sure exactly, like, if it was a fairy that gained a human form that just had a different name, like uh, Milky Rose, or... Yeah, there are... Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, there are just a few... Uh, of course, there are some. Sometimes we've had seen fairies become full cures at stay cures and join the team permanently, but other times it's been like a one-off sort of thing. So it depends. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into the actual episode. Thank yes. you. Yes. But yes, we do start with a uh, with the ending of last episode where Poland runs over to Hikari. And, like, jumps into her arms and they start to glow bright gold. Yes. And we see, like, a light shine up from, like, from them, shoot up into the air. And uh, Mm -hmm. we get the very dramatic scene of everyone watching what's happening, going, (gasps) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which I thought lingered maybe a little longer than it needed to. Hmm. I think it's interesting because that concept of how long a magical girl transformation takes outside of the transformation is always discussed. Yeah. Well, yeah, like all of this glowing stuff isn't even the transformation yet either. Is yeah. we're going to get this again in a second. The same mm-hmm. thing happened again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so a golden shockwave just sort of stretches out across the earth and then Poland transforms into circle Poland. <laughs> <Circle> <laughs> Yes, and we get a new transformation as uh, Kari transforms for the first time. Her transformation is yes. different than uh, Naisa and Honoka's. Yeah, she doesn't swipe a card. She uh, she waves her arm out and transforms according to Poland. <laughs> mm-hmm. She also doesn't turn the weird like meta- metallic gray uh, that. We don't really get to see much of the transformation, unlike uh, Honoka Naiso. 
you it's more like there's this like bright light and then you can see like her like her hair starts like unraveling from the uh braid ponytail she has yeah all of her hair accessories just go flying (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh you also forgot to mention uh her version of the the dual aura wave which is luminous shining stream yes Mm mm-hmm I also down what she says, uh, when she's done transforming, uh, her outfit's this, like, big pink dress, and she has, like, her blonde hair is, like, two big, like, ponytails. The biggest ponytails. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very, very large, very voluminous. <laughs> uh, and she says, sparkling life, shiny luminous, heart of light and stones of light, for, wait, for them all to become one. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like the translation probably could have uh, re- reorganized it to make more sense in English. But yes, that is certainly what she says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think for all, them all to become one is the one that trips me off the most. <laughs> mm, yeah, I think that's one of those things where grammatically it's much easier to say in Japanese than in English. <laughs> yeah, again, I... I don't watch it with subtitles, so I, I never really have any sort of idea of what things are getting translated as, you know, officially or unofficially speaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think from here on in, in le- until we watch other Pretty that are on, like, Crunchyroll, uh, most of these translations will be fan subs, because mm-hmm. not all of Pretty Cure has been <laughs> officially subbed. Yep. Yeah. I think currently there's only, uh, not counting uh, Tropical Rouge, there's also Healing Good, and then there was one more that was like just randomly on there, I noticed the last time I checked. Kira I Kira Precure a la mode. That's what it was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that one has, um, that one is very good. Yeah. I know it'll be a while. Well, I don't know what order you're going to watch the se- series in moving forward, but. It's uh, it's a very good season. <laughs> I will say I realize because we're going to be skipping around for seasons, it's going to make it extremely hard to watch any of the all-star movies mm. <laughs> because those are set after certain points <laughs> of each, like yeah. after each season. So they're so I'm not sure. We're going to have to discuss how we're going to go about watching all-star movies. I think the first one is the first one after. Max Hart or the next season? There, well, there are two Max Hart movies, but if yes. you're talking about all star movies, um, there, I think, um, I think the first all star movie isn't until a little bit later. Yeah, I don't remember because I haven't watched any of them. Mm. Um, yeah, but I, I know there are crossover movies, which is why I was bringing up that it might be difficult to watch any of them but we'll we'll figure it out i mean honestly it would make sense for us to go in like basic release order but i did just want to have a break before we watch splash star (laughs) that way i don't just compare it to tutorial wall constantly i think that's a good idea because uh that's something that happens a lot when people are watching in order um I had the opposite, well, not really opposite, but Splashdown was my first Precure, so I very much understand Saki and Mai to be very different characters from Nagisa and Honoka, but I could see that if you're watching it in order, especially like marathoning it or whatever, it could be very, um, hmm, very easy to uh, make that connection. Because yeah. they surely, they look similar, but for me, they're very different characters. Yeah, I, like I'm already having issues with comparing this season to the last season. Uh, something <laughs> that I'll bring up again later. Hmm. Yeah, we'll figure it out yeah. as we go. Mm-hmm. We've got like another year still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 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 So once Picari has transformed into shiny luminous, I'm glad I realized that it was shiny luminous because when we first started talking about this, I'm like shiny luminosis. And I was like, that's not her name. I've added too many Extreme words. Luminario. <laughs> I've added too many letters into her name. Uh, the bad guy, uh, Guy, 
just immediately yeah. starts to try and attack her. Uh, but she manages to get out of the way. Yeah, she's got that thing where she moves so fast that it's basically instant transmission. Yeah. Uh, the other two predictors, Honoka and Iser, they're trying to defend her because, you know, she's new to this whole thing and... Still doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they aren't doing too well against uh, this guy. He's still pretty much kicking their butt as they're fighting. Mm-hmm. Sends them flying and then the Zakana comes back and chases them through the streets. Yes, the chicken Zakana does return. The chicken Zakana was not lost in Japan. It did not just, you know, disappear <laughs> to travel the world. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Chicken Zakana. Uh, it's time to combine your powers, Popo. Mm-hmm. Yes. Shining Luminous summons what I wrote down uh, is a heart shape, like. Thing. Object. <laughs> it's just like a thing. She has it in her transformation, too, but it disappears during that. Oh, I didn't notice mm. that. Like, she yeah. has it in the transformation, and then it just turns into, like, a generic energy heart, and she, like, blasts it outwards. Yeah. Um, but it definitely has the exact same shape about part of the way through that transformation. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like a, it's heart-shaped and it's pink. I, I was trying to find, mm-hmm. like, a way to describe it besides calling it just, like, a heart-shaped thing. <laughs> it has, like, no, like, it has no clear anything about it. Like, every other thing we've seen in Futariwa Precure, including Max Heart, has been like, okay, that's, like, a thing. Like, you know, the... The card communes are phones. Um, Poland is like a was a pocket computer and now is like a compact. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's all like this is a thing that makes sense. And then we have like this weird twisted almost something that is shaped like a heart. And I just it's I believe it's supposed to be an arrow, but let me double check. An arrow, uh, like a bow and arrow oh. situation. But yeah, yeah, it is. I need to share this picture that I just found of Shiny Luminous while I was searching on Google. It's very funny. It's like a mid... Um, it's definitely not meant to be a screen cap, but it's just... <laughs> I don't know why it's there, and it's just uh, that so That looks goofy. exactly like a, one of these kind of like in-between frames of like a Flash animation from like yes, 2004. Yes. Yeah. So um, so her item is called the Hardtail oh, baton. baton. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm not sure the the context, but it, like when it opens up, it does look to me kind of like a like an a bow. oh, it opens up. But yes, we'll see. You'll see more of uh, oh. it in the future. Uh, but yeah, so they, they combine their powers and they perform their new move. Uh, there's a whole speech that goes with it, and by speech, I mean they each say like a thing and they strike a pose. Yes. Yes, the poses are incredible. <laughs> yeah, when they do this, uh, like, when Naisa and Honoka, like, get, like, blasted by this new power from Shiny Luminous, it sounds like they're, like, slapping their wrists. That's the way the audio sounded. I don't know if it sounded that way to you. Hmm. Well, like, that's, like, the snapping sound effect they always play whenever someone strikes a pose in this show. Is it? It's, like... Because, like, they always do, like, the slow wind-up, and then they snap into the final position, and that's when they play that, like, sort of, like, whip sound effect, almost. How did I never notice that until now? Mm-hmm. Uh, rising courage, overflowing hope, with the embrace of sparkling light, extreme luminario. Yep. And then they blast the chicken zucchina with a heart. And then it turns rainbow-colored before it just explodes back into the statue. Of course. You gotta have the rainbows <laughs> for your big moves. I I, I was a yes, little concerned yes. for a bit when it, we saw it turn back into the statue, and I was like, did the statue get moved to this just <laughs> random place in the city now? Are people gonna be confused by this? <laughs> that would be pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, we also see a guy up in the sky uh he doesn't say anything, he just disappears. And everything mm. is... This this fight is done. Uh, and Poland is taking a nap. Because he's very mm-hmm. tired. Uh, Elder and Wisdom are like, oh, wow, that 
that happened, and also that darkness was there. It, the power of darkness is accelerating. Hikari is the queen's dot dot dot. <laughs> uh, and then they decide to just go back to the, the field of light, because, you know, with the power of darkness being what it's at now, they can't just leave it unprotected. Yeah. I mean, what happened to the field of light in the beginning of first uh, Futaiwa in the first season, who can blame them for being like, maybe we should go back home <laughs> to make sure uh, they're not going to do anything here again? Mm-hmm. We also mm-hmm. learn, like, directly yeah. after this, while Honoka and I are in Honoka's house, that Wisdom and uh, Elder did not tell the Pedicures that they were leaving. They just told Siku and they were going. Yeah. They're like, we need to go now. No time for conversation. No time to say goodbye. We also get Siku also in the scene just straight up being like, yeah, Hakari is the queen's life. Mm-hmm. And the Meeples are like, yeah, we agree she's the queen. Yeah, I guess it's like a matter of like once it's, I think that they they all kind of felt something about Hikari, and then when that when that was actually like vocalized, that everyone was like, oh yeah yeah yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, all, all of the 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 fairies so far, I've described it as like a nostalgic feeling, according to the subtitles. Yeah, yeah, it is interesting that they kind of confirm it now in the season. I thought the whole mystery of Oh, who's the queen's life and heart? What could those be like? I it's I thought it was gonna be a much longer mystery of ooh yeah one of those mystery in quotes where no one says anything, uh, <laughs> and like everybody pieces it together. The loud vehicle was on yeah. my audio this time. <laughs> They're coming for you now. Well, <laughs> I guess you could consider that. You know, this is the fifth episode, so we're talking about like five weeks of uh, this story happening. Oh so- yeah, don't get me started on how <laughs> nothing's happened so far. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that for uh, for a kids show, you know, we're in about it's just past like the I guess ten percent mark, so it makes sense that uh, this would be the th- the time to like have that information out and also you know like get kids younger kids more interested i think i don't know for sure um but i think shiny luminous's character design is definitely made to appeal to mm-hmm. a younger audience sense. yeah i definitely thought when i saw uh her design i was like this looks like the kind of pretty cure outfit that would be like you could throw this together from stuff in like a, a ch- child's closet kind of thing yeah yeah it's very it's definitely very uh childish in a way but still it's pretty cool because she's the queen and all that um i think it's interesting to know even now that this transformation to shiny luminous is you is literally the queen and her son transforming <laughs> into a magical yeah. together yeah i find that it part is very, very cute. cute i'm glad poland can transform with his mom so they can kick ass <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's so good. Um and by the way, his uh so the the item for uh Mipo and Meppel is called the mm-hmm. card commune, but um Poland is called the touch commune. Ooh. Yes, that, that I I remembered learning that when I was looking up the design a lot, you know, for reference images for when I changed our album art. Um I just couldn't I wasn't one hundred percent certain, so I didn't want to say it out loud and be wrong. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, album art has the uh touch commune. Why yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm just making sure I wasn't misremembering. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good album art. Thank you. Cassidy's very good at making album art for podcasts. And if you're looking oh, for gosh. <laughs> if you're looking for album <laughs> art for your podcast did I say my Twitter handle at the end? <laughs> uh, we see Hikari doing one of her favorite pastimes, which is which is staring at water. Yes, <laughs> she's down at the riverbank again, uh, looking off into the river, thinking about what happened at the start of this episode. We get scenes mm-hmm. that, like, from about like 
eight minutes ago, ten minutes ago. Maybe a little bit longer with commercials. Yeah. But, like, also, it's very much like, this is the kind of scene you would show us at the beginning of an episode when the fight was last episode. Yeah. Yeah. The pacing of this episode in particular is very interesting. Yes, it's it feels very weirdly paced. I'm saving all of this until we get to the end. <laughs> Uh, we then are, we then go to the Field of Light, where we see the Prism Hopish is chilling up on the hill, and Elder is playing Shoji with Wisdom. <laughs> oh, actually, my only note about this episode is about this scene, <laughs> because I don't know, I don't know how they brought it up in the subtitles, but uh, Elder is trying to talk about the game they're playing, uh, which is called um, Shogi. It's basically similar in a lot of ways to chess mm -hmm. um, it's a charge game but uh he's trying to talk about like oh how how fun it is to play shogi but he calls it shoga which is ginger yeah yes that's what oh, he says so in the subtitles in the, uh, in the subtitles they don't even say the ginger they don't translate it to ginger it just says shoga oh interesting yeah i was wondering how they would handle that because i know with especially fan subs there are very different expectations for translation than um an official translation would probably have tried to put in another joke instead yeah mm -hmm. like other wordplay yeah because it's it's like a very they're very similar sounding so it, it kind of makes sense mm -hmm. uh, yeah. that he would accidentally say ginger <laughs> yeah and yeah uh Elder is known for messing up uh the names of things because Yes. He repeatedly uh, called the pretty cures pretty. It's pretty kula. Yes. Yeah. Which uh, Poland still does, I think. Only sometimes. <laughs> it's okay. He's a baby. He is a baby. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah. So, uh, Elder starts doing a dramatic speech about the future, and then while while distracted, Wisdom decides to just you know win the game. <laughs> yeah. Because Wisdom wonders, oh, are they going to be alright without us? And, uh, Elder just gives this whole speech and loses the game. Yep. We then go back to see that Poland is still asleep. Poland's still taking his nap. He's very tired. He worked very hard. Mm-hmm. You saw how far he had to run. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At top speed, even. I don't... I didn't write down who said this, but, uh, I, it might have been... Uh, Meeple who said, uh, there are many secrets to Poland's power that we don't know about yet. Hmm. This baby has endless potential. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's a common, um, it's almost like a trope in Precure now, like, powerful babies. Yeah. Yes. If there's a baby in a Precure season who's important, they, <laughs> they will have power. <laughs> I'm trying to think about other powerful babies. There's... Is it Ha? Yes. Ha? Yes, Ha-chan in Mahotsukai yes. Precure. And then there's, I uh, don't remember the baby's name in Hukuto. Oh, Hagumi. Hagumi, yes. Yeah. Her name is cute because it sounds like Hagumi, but it's it's Oof. like not actually a name in Japanese, but it's uh it's cute. But it's okay because it's like, well, I'm not going to say spoilers, but her name almost makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's also a powerful baby. Um, there's also Ai-chan in Doki Doki Precure. Ah. Uh, and, well, I guess those are the main ones. Like, well, Hagato is, like, the only one that is a kind of human baby and is a little different. But yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, there are other, like, very baby-like characters also. And you can, you can say in a way that Hikari is not exactly a baby, but because she was, like, just born in a way and is now suddenly um let's see she's a first year so she'd be 13 yeah and she um it just like <laughs> uh she, she's kind of got that going as well where she's trying to just figure out like life in a way and the same kind of thing happened last year with uh healing good precure as well but yeah so you can see that kind of thing uh i think that in particular with literal babies it's kind of an interesting metaphor i guess for, like, the potential that actual babies have. Yeah. 
And, like, this is a big thing with, like, Hug Toe's uh, whole theme. But we're not talking about that season of Pretty Cure yet, so we won't get yes. too much into it. Mm-hmm. I still think that would be a great next season to get into, especially since Afdawa Precure does appear in the movie with Ooh. them. Yeah. And they also appear in the season as well. Oh. Correctly. Yeah. I wouldn't mind doing... Uh, I never finished the season. I know how it ends, but I've never actually mm-hmm. finished it. Is that the... That's also the season with... No. Yes, that's the season with the... Uh, uh, the guy who becomes a pretty care briefly. Yes. Yes. Henri. Actually, I just got um, last week. Yes, last week I got a copy of uh, Animage magazine from that time, which has some interviews with the voice actor who plays Henri, the boy precure, and um, his boyfriend, who is not his boyfriend, but is probably his boyfriend. <laughs> yes. So I I haven't read the articles yet, but I'm looking forward to getting into that because I was told there might be some other information that was not in the series itself about the series in there. So um. back to Max Hart. <laughs> uh, we get a scene with Hikari. Not Hikari. Sorry, I sometimes I shorten Naisa and Honika's name just to N or H to fit in my notes. And I just realized that Hikari and Hakona, Ho- Honaka's name both start with H. So, but this is Honaka oh, wonders if they can really find, like, you know, the queen's life and, like, uh, no, light and heart and the hearty elves. But Sikun is like, hey, I believe in all of you. They should all be nearby anyways. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we also see Hikari is working, like, at uh, Akane's. Okay. Okay. Yes. We need to, I want to talk about Akane's walk cycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This two-frame animation that gets shifted up and down. I love it. <laughs> wow, I don't think I noticed that. <laughs> it's all I could think about when I saw it. <laughs> It's, it's right up there with the pole and walking across the screen for like one solid minute. It's like you she's know? so good too. It's like she's like running, but like not really running as like her knees like go up really high. Yeah, she's like striking running poses, <laughs> but it's moving at walking speed. It's very good. Oh, I love it. Wow, I have to go back and check that out. This is not me dunking on it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, on the video we have, it is starts at like twelve twenty four. Yeah. Okay, let me pull it up actually, because I can go over to Amazon right now and let's see. Hmm. Can't just jump to Prime Video because I was actually watching something else yesterday. That is not Precure. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Yeah. Okay. So you said it was at what point? At, at twenty? Uh, around twelve twenty four. Oh, twelve. Okay. See, yeah, I think it's gonna be a little bit later for me for some reason, but that's okay. Okay, I see. Uh, yeah, I think I was. What was I doing at this time? I was like also doing something else while watching, so I might not have seen every single thing. But wait, really? Is she walking? I don't see it. We're talking about Akane, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know why I don't see Akane walking in this. Oh, let me pull up my gift cam. Okay. <laughs> Make a GIF live on recording. Oh my god. I'm trying to think, because that's like the scene where she, um, because like Hikari is staring, once again, staring off into the business, uh, into to the distance business. What did I say that for? Um, <laughs> yeah. So I didn't see. Oh, oh, okay. I got it. Okay. Yes. I see it had to rewind it was the very beginning of that scene okay but yes that is very interesting (laughs) yeah she's kind of in a rush but not really power walking yeah Yeah. (laughs) but as uh kari is doing her weird (laughs) walk (laughs) now i I keep doing it i keep combining akane and akari's name and saying akari 
they're very close. Akari is, it is also a name, but it is different. Yeah. <laughs> As Akane is doing that, Hakari is thinking about, who am I? Yes. Akane is a bit worried, but Hakari is like, no, it's fine. There's nothing to worry about. Hmm. I wonder if Akane is going to learn that the others are pretty curious this season. She should let Akane in on the secret. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's was... hard to. Oh, sorry, you can go ahead. No, I was just realizing that this gif is slightly too large for me to post into Discord directly. Oh no! Oh, well, that's okay. You can post it elsewhere. I'll see if Twitter will let me do it. Just <laughs> <laughs> post it with no context. Yeah, that's what I've been doing lately. I think like that's what we all, always do. I think my favorite out of context, we just post this to our Twitter, is uh, my my favorite meme that we've made so far is guess I'll turn into a tree. Mm. <laughs> Back from the, yeah. uh, sam- the samurai episode. <laughs> uh, okay, this was accidental the way that this gif loops. Uh, but no, it's, it's pretty perfect. good. It's very good. <laughs> Now I have to wash this. I just noticed vehicle is misspelled on the truck, too. Oh. Yeah. Though I actually don't think that's on my... No, it is there. Okay. It is there, too. No, I mean, that makes it's, sense. it's a misspelled, but, like, really, it's more like it's abbreviated. It's vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, that's the kind of thing that's a very, a very easy spelling mistake that, like, Akane probably got you know, her standard amount of English study in school, and so that's a very easy way to misspell that, based on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's very funny that cafe vehicle is one word. It's like, we should I mean, say that instead of... I mean, probably the best description for what this is. <laughs> I mean, it's a takoyaki truck, right? The same that we have, like, taco trucks. Mm-hmm. So you would think that it could just be called a truck, but that wouldn't well, be Well, it's case, also got so. seating outside. Yeah. That is also true, yeah. Seating now, but yes, it's a very good gif. <laughs> we see we go back to the evil mansion where the boy is scootering around the big di- the dinner table. Yeah, it's scooter time. Let's go. <laughs> yes, and the uh, butlers, the canas, are following him, trying to stop this little boy from probably crashing into something. Yes, <laughs> uh, we have Guy up on, like, the second floor look- overlooking this, thinking about, oh, who is Akari? No. Not who. Yeah. Who is she Akari? Has a, she has an energy about her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nothing's gonna stand in the way of the evil king rising again. No one's gonna stand in front of his resurrection. Mm. This little boy is gonna become so evil, I guess. <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> He's already very evil, so it tracks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we get another cut back to the start of the episode as Honoka talks about it to Meeple. No, me- yeah, Nipple. As Honoka talks it. <laughs> as Honoka talks about it to Nipple. Uh, and Mipple's mm. like, you know, she's just like you and Nagsa were back at the start. You know, she's all new to this. Yeah, though that's very interesting to say to Honoka because Honoka was really right, like accepting of it right away back in the beginning of the first season. It was really Nagisa who was just like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. The whole time. Yeah. Honoka was always very chill about being precure, I feel. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, Honoka's definitely a lot more chiller than uh, Nagisa. But then we get, we have a brief scene about uh, Poland being asleep again, but then we cut to the next day where Honoka and Nagisa meet up with Hikari, and they immediately are like, hey, are you the queen? And she's like, I still don't know anything. <laughs> Stop asking me about this. <laughs> say what's happening. None of this. I don't want to send any of this. Yeah. <laughs> Naisa apologizes for bringing it up so suddenly. And she talks about how, like, when they first became pretty cured, they were really surprised too. Mm. 
Uh, they aren't sure who she is, but... No, no, sorry. Hikari isn't sure who they all are, but she says that the fairies feel really dear to her. And it's a weird feeling that she's not quite sure about yet. Mm. Darkness time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. The... Yeah, there's no time. And there's no time to have a nice moment and talk about feelings or understand what's going on because the evil guy's back to fight them again. Yes. Except for this time he makes them run all the way over to the river. Like he didn't, he couldn't just show up where they were. He's like, no, I'm going to make you have to come here and then fight me. Mm hmm. Hmm. Uh, they immediately get blasted. Yeah. And end up just sort of sprawled out on the dirt for a while while Poland like pops up and then hides somewhere. Yeah. It's like this little like wooden stake in the ground that he hides uh, behind. Yeah. And the cures get up and just start running. They haven't transformed. And they finally are like, hey, no, transform. But like, but Hikari's gonna be in the way. You gotta protect her. Uh, and then Poland runs to help and also is like, hey, come on, transform. And then gets blasted. Yeah. Um, and then everybody gets pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, if you hurt the baby, you're gonna get in trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hikari catches him pretty uh, nicely. He gets blasted, like, right into her arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Hikari transforms, and then that, that horn version of the theme song starts up. Yeah! Um, the one that I love so much, but it doesn't actually lead <laughs> up to anything, because before the fight can start, it the episode ends. Yes, and yeah. when we got to this point and I heard, like, the theme music playing, I'm like, oh, are they just gonna kill him? <laughs> Is this... <laughs> Is this just, are they just going to fight him and kill him? Because the theme music's playing, and that's always, like, a sign that, like, something big's going to happen. But we actually don't mm. get a fight in this episode. No. Yeah. We, so, this is me. I'm going to throw off the off the cape that I'm wearing to reveal that I don't actually like this episode at all. <laughs> <laughs> because, basically... I've been. I complained last episode. Uh, Yumi's not going to have heard this yet, but I last episode I complained about how nothing has been happening in this show yet. It's been moving so slowly, uh, especially compared to last season. And then, and so I'm like, well, stuff did happen this episode, but like, did it really? Because we end in basically the same position that we started in, mm. <laughs> a cliffhanger where they're fighting. Yeah, but this time now we have a little more information for sure. But yeah, I think it's interesting because um, this this whole section for me it's very it's very like uh, fighting anime style, especially like a like a Dragon Ball or wherever. And um, you know the this series this season is still has the same director um, Daisuke Nishio who also directed Dragon Ball. Hmm. So I feel like, because, yeah, he also directed the first season. And, I mean, I think that's, like, a huge part of why Precure is what it is. But uh, he, yeah, so I feel like this, for me, this whole storytelling, pacing, and so on, it's it's very fighting anime to me. It's very, like, it's like watching, it's actually part of why I don't usually like those kinds of series is because it seems to take forever to get to the fight. I don't mind that part. I just, like... Normally, when they're, like, spending all the time getting to the fight, it's, like, them saying stuff about, you know, like, you know, like, okay, so this fight's going to be tough because of these reasons, or, like, doing some world building or something. But even in the downtime, like, the one thing that we learned, which is an important thing, they gave us, give it to us in a throwaway line and then spend, like, another five to ten minutes just recapping the episode so far. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. We're asking the same questions they've been asking for the past four episodes. It's just, like, it's so wild to me that, like, it's just so different pacing-wise compared to the last season, and I really don't like it. Um, I just, I would like for things to happen in the show. If it's gonna be, like, an entire episode of fighting and then nothing changes, at least let me watch the fighting happen, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the pacing of this episode was a little bit weird because, like, they did go back to, like, the like the start of the episode a few times. And I'm like, well, 
you could have not done that and then give us another fight at the end of the episode. Hopefully, now that we have Shiny Luminous, things will start happening more. I just, I feel like this is an episode that should have happened two episodes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it also gave us a new attack, which was cool. Yeah. I'm wondering if because they had, like, all that happen at the start of the episode, if they weren't sure what to do with the rest of the episode, maybe? I'm not sure. Well, then it's going to be the same thing happening next episode, because we're going to start with another fight. Yeah. I'm looking at the I'm on the Precure wiki right now cuz I'm looking up the directors and so on. So uh it's very interesting because the the previous episode, this episode and the next episode all have different directors and writers. Oh. And that might be part of why the pacing is so weird. Uh well, we'll see where We'll see how it goes until we get to the first movie in five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and next episode, it's a shopping episode. I'm yeah, maybe sure. it'll be good. Maybe yeah. it'll be like a regular pretty episode and I'll be happy pr- with it. Uh, without spoiling, I'll say it is a very regular episode. It is quite good. Thank goodness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. No, I just realized what I'm going to have to do for the sign-off next week, and I'm very upset. <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but I part of me is going to want to need to say it. Oh my, I know exactly what you're going to be saying, Cassidy! <laughs> I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> you have to now. <laughs> I'm excited to hear what you're going to say for this one. Hmm. This one's straightforward. Oh, yes. The titles. Okay. Yeah. Uh, gosh, I totally forgot about that, that that you were doing that, Cassidy. Um, which is very good. It's very funny. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I know that the the ending is not as popular or whatever, but the I think that that line is very funny because it definitely sounds like it means something else in a modern context. But it's really like a, what's it called? Um, an imperative sentence? Like, girls, be ambitious. Ah. As opposed to, like, saying that girls are ambitious. Mm. Yeah. But uh, it's, yeah. I, I mean, I kind of like the ending, especially because the ending, um, the ending sequence has Mipple and Mepple dressed as uh, the Romeo and Juliet costumes that Nagisa and Honoka wore last season. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah. That part is cute. Yeah. Right. I think that's the episode. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yep. It's been so long since we had a guest. Do our guests do plugs first or do we do plugs first? Guests do plug first. Hmm. Okay. I guess then I'll start. Yes. So uh, again, my name was Ayumi. My name still is Ayumi. And um, you can listen to my podcast, Sparkleside Chats with Magical Girl Ayu, every Tuesday. There are new episodes. Um, as of this recording, we'll have just launched our, or just dropped the episode about um, Happiness Charge Precure. That'll be our last Precure episode, which is very good. Uh, very fun episode. And um, also just a fun season, a good season, I think. But uh, yeah, and then of course, also next month in April, you'll get to hear both Charlie and Cassidy on the podcast, which is very exciting. Very much looking mm-hmm. forward to that. <laughs> um, you guys are going to be back to back, so yes, everyone should listen. We're not going to be on the same episodes. We're on two different episodes, everyone. Yes, yes, yes. it's a double feature, if you will. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, um, with very well, not very different shows, but different shows. So that's fun. I feel like I'm going to be talking more about the OVA for mine. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. I just thought like it more. I'll get into that later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yours is very hard to find actually here. Um, I can only, I, I looked all over my city. I cannot rent it anywhere. And uh, I have to watch it by renting each episode, <laughs> which is wild. So yeah. I, I saw can, your, yeah. I saw your tweet about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it's okay. Yeah. 
I guess I could mention that also if people want art, I have gone back to selling my artwork again. So commissions are open anytime. Hell yeah. 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 For as low as $5. So anything helps. Because, uh, yeah, I am I'm now a part-time teacher instead of a full-time teacher. And it turns out I'm more part-time than I expected. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's everything. Oh, I guess I should actually plug direct Twitters. My Twitter is at IUShinos, uh, A-Y-U-S-H-E-K-N-O-W-S. And my podcast Twitter is at MagicalGirlIU. Mm-hmm. And if you want to talk to us on Twitter, if you want to get in contact with the show, you can find us at Engage. And if you want to talk to me, Charlie, you can find me at Magical underscore Pride, where I tweet about things. Mostly this month, it's either about March Madness or about Blazeball. Either one. It's a, you know, it's a roll of the dice, whether I'm talking about March Madness or Blazeball. And if you Well, if you're rolling dice, it should be March Madness. As far as I know, Blazeball doesn't have any dice in it. Uh, not yet. (laughs) Who knows what they do? And if you're hearing this, you should go onto MarchMassness.com and go vote for uh, the other crew. You should crew. just just go down the list, and if you see the Otherware logo, vote for them. If you see the Apex City logo, vote for them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, everything else, you can just pick your favorite silly name. Yeah. That's what I do. And speaking sure, of Otherware, sure. you can hear me as Phantom the Nomad on Otherware. We drop new episodes at the end of every month, although we're doing it a lot more quicker this time. I won't get into the details of our scheduling, but you can find that at Otherware Pod. And if you want to hear even more of my voice, you can go listen to Tabletop Roulette, where I guess it on a few episodes, and I was part of the first stream. And that's it. That's all that I do? <laughs> yes. Take it away, Cassidy. <laughs> Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. Uh, and you can also go to madlobotanist.neocities.com, or, nope, dot org. It's dot org. <laughs> uh, which is the same as my Twitter handle, dot neocities.org. Uh, where you'll find all of my podcasts and all the stuff that I've guested on. Also, because it is the month of March and March Masks is happening, I, uh, Jeremy, uh, bent to my will and let me <laughs> put a podcast on the apex city uh podcast feed it is power dunk super sports uh podunk soup sports uh for those of you in the know <laughs> where uh this year we are in character talking about the events and predictions for uh the tournament that is march maskness hell yeah interesting yes me and cassidy are doing it in character Yes. We have Ooh, one sorry. episode up by time this you hear this episode. You'll, the 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 week two predictions will be out by the time this goes up. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> oh, definitely. Actually, if because this goes up, maybe maybe the week three predictions will be out. Mm. Uh, maybe not. Maybe they'll be up the day after. Mm. Very interesting. Um, but you can find Apex yes. City at Apex City Cast on Twitter. Yes. Mm. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, masks, I will be on Super Idols RPG sometime this year. I don't know when, um, but you should be listening to the Super Idols RPG anyway, even if you're not looking for me. It's a good, it's a very good um, podcast also. <laughs> I also agree because Otherware will also be crossing over with Super Idols this year. Yes, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah, that should be very fun. <laughs> I'm not actually on any masks podcast. I just inhabit <laughs> the space and bug everyone that I know that is on one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is uh, it is a fun world that I've kind of like jumped into last year. And suddenly now I'm learning so much about masks and other magical girl. Uh, not magical. Well, not magical. Well, that's superheroes. But uh, there are magical girl tabletop role-playing games a lot more than i expected so yeah yeah and if you like magical girls i imagine you like magical girls if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> you're I mean, like, that they just like yes. us yeah <laughs> you will like super rattles because it's a magical girl mass game yes yes and it's very good yes all right let us end the episode let us <laughs> end it here so until 
next time. We need your help, people. Girls, be luminous. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what to say after that. I can't. I can't follow that. At least you didn't have to follow up me saying girls be shopping, which is what I'm going to have to say next week. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>